भगवदगीता क्वालिटीज now before that in the second chapter of one right that the body is definitely going to come to an end you all have seen that but the shloka is very different antavant ime deha nityo sikta sharirana you know the this deha ime deha all these bodies मटीरियल बॉडीज which are completely owned anashino apramayasya these are the sharir of the sharirana sharir is a sanskrit word it is the sharir also refers to belonging to the soul sharir sharir actual meaning is nityasya ukta sharirana means These bodies, antavant ime deha nityasya ukta sharirana, belong to the soul. Anashina cannot never be destroyed. Apremeyasya, immeasurable. So the all these bodies which you see, they belong to the soul, which can which is cannot be destroyed. Anashina, anashino apremeyasya. means there is no limit to it immeasurable tasmat yudhyasya bharata therefore you should fight this shloka is very very instructive where you know generally the question comes who does the body belong to generally whenever we say the ownership of things we talk about the ownership of things we generally say the ownership belongs to the person who creates it so generally like uh, if something is is you are seeing something on the road either somebody has purchased or he has created it 
that person is the that, that thing belongs if you find something on the road here the body deha is made by the sharira means the soul sharira doesn't mean the body normally we have there is the body dehi is the owner of the body sharir means the owner of the body you casually use the word sharir in hindi to mean the body but it's not the body sharir means the owner of the body <coughs> anashina that is never destroyed but the body antavant ime deha nityasya ukta sharira the body which is uh, which is temporary but the sharir is anashino aprameya immeasurable and cannot be destroyed therefore you should find the reason why krishna is saying it but these few lines he has described the overall nature of the body what is the body now this is what we will focus on the jati because i as i was traveling to india i gave many programs in many universities all over india and people were very confused about the body part because they thought that the and you'll be surprised that uh, it is india we are talking about you yeah. so the uh india which is the home of vedic civilization and many people because of the western propaganda and western western world is very much ignorant about these things most of the western world is ignorant because of the presence of very abrahamic teachings abrahamic means asuric uh, means uh, yavana teachings like proper described uh, abrahamic culture as yavana culture so uh, he mentions that in chatan charitamrita now in the abrahamic teachings the soul is completely mixed up with the mind the intelligence and also the heart heart is the organ by the way mind and intelligence are subtle subtle characteristics but in the abrahamic culture all these are mixed up so the entire mental the mind uh, problems which the west faces are due to the misunderstanding of these words or rather interchangeable meanings of these words from one to another and that is why most of the western world are not able to get into the real spiritual experience because they confuse their soul to be mind and confuse their mind to be intelligence and confuse their heart to be the the soul itself and they don't and they sometimes they even confuse the body to the soul they often derecognize or not understand the difference that the body parts can be changed like if somebody gets into a bone accident then his bone is actually replaced the body bone is replaced you know the and uh, they put a steel rod there like so many of my friends were athletes their knees are replaced and a metal knee is kept in the knee in the knee cap and it is easily replaced so is the soul replaced now because one part of the soul is gone if they think of soul as a body is gone or if they have the heart transplant so is the heart changed now and uh, sometimes also we see the artificial pacemakers are set up 
is the heart function now is mechanical now machine there is no answer to such questions and there are many philosophers modern philosophers who do not understand these essential differences pose as big big motivational speakers you know jordan peterson is one example like that they philosophize on everything and again coming from the deep abrahamic teachings and abrahamic rootings the biggest philosophers in the abrahamic world are plato socrates and all these people are there nietzsche all these are biggest philosophers there today and uh, the real ones are mark twain and all they have forgotten because mark twain followed a vedic way of thinking so they have forgotten that because it interferes with their sense gratification so this confusion between the body mind and soul is the basis of a is the hallmark of an asuric population because if the basics are not right they will assume things without any foundation they'll assume that the body is now the soul the soul is now the body and they will not get into the higher realm of yoga yoga means I have written a book on that, transcending the mind, Yoga Sutra as it is, very popular now. <coughs> In fact, when I met Baba Ramdev, who is known as a very famous yoga guru, he commented on the book and he said, "Did you, how did you come up with these kind of explanations?" And I explained to him that it is because the Brahma Madhva Sampradaya. because i follow brahma vada sampradaya and therefore i have written these things he said they are very profound in fact most of the sampradayas of india have no difference like if you study deeply the philosophical basis like advaita advaita vishesh advaita and ajinta vedavid all these philosophies are mutually dependent and mutually exclusive also and mutually inclusive also all three characteristics are there in fact chaitanya mahaprabhu philosophy ajinta vedavid integrates all these different schools of thought then he says simultaneously one and different he integrates advaita with advaita advaita with vishesh advaita and shuddha vishuddha advaita all these philosophies are automatically included in the chinta vedavi because one who knows the purpose behind each of those philosophical schools and the history of these each of these philosophical schools then you will come to know that acharyas have very resolved most of the things at the philosophy level and chaitanya mahaprabhu united everyone that is the biggest contribution of shri chaitanya mahaprabhu to our world today so when you understand from a totality of these philosophical points of view then you gradually come to understand that yes there is a difference krishna has said it very clearly krishna bhagwan has said it like in this shloka also i said who owns the body ऑटोमेटिकलीसोल Then they can put any other philosophy. 
if the soul comes into the body at three months, four months, five months, six months, like this, they'll start saying that. But that is again not true. Because the soul enters the body and after that the body starts growing. At the time of Garbhadan, uh, you know, at that time the soul enters the body. And the embryo begins to develop. That is a maintained by the Vedic civilization. It is Vedic philosophy. And it has never been proved wrong. And it cannot be proved wrong because it is a factual description of the process of birth. Now, na jayate mriyate va kadachan nayam bhutva bhavita vanabhuya ajo nitya shashudo ayam purano na hannete hannemane shivide Again, the concept of ja or jat is explained here. Na jayate means never takes birth again jat jat means birth ja the word ja in sanskrit the letter ja i've got the sanskrit hindi dictionary and ja is the source of birth the word letter ja the sound ja is the source of birth mriyate mriyate will death vakadachan means ever means ever it's not going to happen that is going to take birth vakadachan ever means impossible. Nayam, na ayam, neither, neither it comes into being. Kadatis means at any given point of time, past, present or future. So the soul doesn't take birth even in the past, never takes in the present, nor it takes in the future. That also means that there are souls can be numbered. I mean, there are so large numbers, it cannot be numbered by material mind. At the same time, there are fixed number of souls on the world, in the world. Because there is no birth happening. Neither death happening. So there is always a fixed number of souls in the world. Sharira means, like I said, the owner of the body. That is Atma. So Atma Sharir is always present. Or the it's always existing. This is an improbable thought for the most people including those who were born in India who are influenced by the Abrahamic thought process. So there are a fixed number of Atma in the world and it's Nayam Bhutva Bhavitamana Bhuya. It's never a happens that it comes into being or, or appears sometimes. Nor it will ever happen that it's going to come again. You know? or it will become something. It's not going to happen. Aja Nitya. Aja means, again I said Ja. And Aja means unborn. Aja Apisanya Vyata Bhutana Mishra Aja word is used for Vishnu. Because he never takes birth. He appears. All, wherever he has appeared, like as compared to fish, he has appeared, as compared to Sukara, as a Vara, as a he has appeared, he has appeared, he has appeared in different forms. He just appears. Like Narsingha Devi appeared from pillar. Aja, Nitya, always eternal, Shashuta, permanent, he never changes, is the same form all the time. And the oldest, Ayam Purana, the oldest, it is the oldest. And is never destroyed when the body is destroyed. Shadide, Na Nitya, Hanyamane Shadide. Now, in the last one, Dehi, the owner of the Dehi, 
Dehi is the possessor of the Deha, or one who resides in the Deha, is the possessor of the Sharira. So, sometimes the Sharira is also used for the body, sometimes for the soul. From both perspectives. But here, the word Sharira is specifically mentioned to be the body. So, that means Sharira is confirmed twice to be the body and Dehi is supposed to be the owner of the Deha. So again I've used two different shloka to prove a point. So sometimes you may not understand one shloka completely but then if you use another shloka then you'll understand what Krishna is trying to say. And explain to us and this is like a sign axiomatic statement nothing is going to change if at all words are replaced or interchanged. So the biggest this is the biggest problem in the material world. So I said jata. The word jata. Jata means, so there is a jata samskar, jati samskar, jata samskar. Jata means the process of birth. It is a very misunderstood concept. And, and, uh, and the, Jata means just the process of birth. Like for example, Ja refers to the living being, you know, Jayate, one who takes birth. So, then when the, when the living entity takes birth, that is called Jata, means he has taken birth. It's the process of acknowledging Jata, means he has taken birth. Now, soul doesn't take birth, it is already mentioned there. So the body, Deha, has come into being. Sharir has come into being. Yeah. Sharir is there visible. So the so the coming of the Sharir on this planet is called Jata. So when the body comes in, it's called Jata. And the body when it is, so the community of that birth in the family, Sharira, is called Jati. So Jati has no relationship, has no control. Because you cannot say that uh, why am I born in this with this mother and father? You have, we have no control because Karmana Deva Natrena Deva Dantur Upadite. Dantur Dehu Upadite. Kapila Muni explains Devahuti that based on our karma and Deva Natrena, the superior vision of the Devata, we take birth in this world. Umsam Reta Udashreya from through the semen of the man into the woman's body or the male into the female's body. So, uh, means Umsam uh, Reta Kanashreya. So, in the Priyas Udara, in the Udara, Umsam Reta Kanashreya. Taking with the Kana means a particle. Just a particle, we enter the body of the mother or the female, whatever is the, the species maybe. This is a common process of birth everywhere. For whom humans also discover. So in that lineage of the family of the mother and father that is chosen by the Devata and our karma, our karma and Devata they collectively decide where we take birth. So we have no control. It is a past karma. And 
based on that devtas have decided to put us into a certain family certain family structure and that becomes the community of all those jat is called jati no control we have no control over where we take birth now therefore when people talk about jatiwad and try to brandish people that this belongs to this jati or that jati from a social point of view yes that is a easy classification yes you can say that this person belongs to this jati and that jati and all these things very easy to classify but for that person he has no control over anything he is just taking birth he doesn't know who will be his mother and father he doesn't know that only devtas know that his karma decides that not only devtas are deciding not it is not just it is not devtas are deciding basically it is the karma of a person actually deciding where he is taking birth that person has no control so wherever the birth happens has has no control of the person who is taking birth it just soul is just sent there with that mother and father now it is the duty of the mother and father to explain this whole process of birth based on bhagavad gita you know why i am saying this lecture because i was hearing it for 14 days in india different lectures different people and so many people came to meet me and so many colleges i went and everywhere this is what they were talking about and i gave the same lecture and uh, similar topics i covered that these are two three shloka where it is very difficult for us to know where a person is taking birth and what what makes a person born in a particular jat or community now the social usage of the word jati has been very very misconstrued and misunderstood and mis explained also like i explained you jati from bhagavad gita which is a phenomenal explanation from bhagavad gita now the social explanation is generally and which most of the european minded uh, abrahamic thought process driven yavana thought process driven they have explained jati to be a race like i said jati just means a community where collective like people have taken birth in families of the families based on their past karma just a community or the family you can say in a particular family jati can mean a family it doesn't denote anything about that person about his karma about his it doesn't denote anything it just shows that this is where the family has taken birth this person is coming in this family that's it jati now if you see from the english point of view this will be called uh in this word called nepotism which is a negative word favoritism based on culture uh, or identification with certain culture or family like that so jati just means that it is not race now race like which they have decided to be the predominant factor nowadays which is uh, an indian race or european race caucasian race all these things are in that is more of an anthropological study now that is also explained in bhagavad gita in the form of yoni or in the vedic it is yoni Yoni means species, and 
in the 84, 8.4 million species of life, you know, 400,000 are humans. 400,000 species are related to be humans. So there are different, again, it is just a classification made by, in Padam Purana is written, is a classification made so that there are di- these are the different types of species where the different type of anthropological uh, differences are there between the hu- within the human species, within the Manusha. We can see that also. We can see that some people have darker skins, some people have lighter skins, some people have yellowish skins, some people have skull structures are different, Skull structures differ from region to region. So you can visibly identify a different race or different anthropological construct with your own eyes. And sometimes you may also see that the when there is a mixture of races happen, which Yudhishthira Maharaj explains, it happens all the time. Different people, Manushya, different people collaborate and they, they are able to communicate and they marry each other and there is a joint race develop. So that happens all the time. It has been happening historically and it is going to continue to happen. Like for example, Nakul and Sayadeh were born from a mother from Middle East, like uh, Madhradesh, and the father was from here. Similarly, we see uh, the Nakul Bhim and uh, Bhim Arjun and Yudhishthira we see born in a different, with a different mother, different father. So the, it's in the same family you can see that. But Still, Nakul and Sadev are called Kuru Vanshi. Why? Because they are born in that family. Vanshi means family. Vanshi means family tree. Now, they are born in the same family. They are all called Kuru Vanshi, even though they are born in two different types of mothers. Now, so Jatiwad, which has been a negative term in India, which means purely that the Putting or Jatevad also means nepotism. Ism means a, a, something not real. Nepotism means protecting, preserving the family. It's not, it's not bad. It's not, again I'm saying, Vanshavad is not bad because you're tradi- carrying on the tradition of the Vansha family. Jatevad is also not bad in a way. But the negative definitions are given. We have not understood the term Jatevad. Jatevad just means that speaking like a family, father means speaking, that means family. Speaking like a family. But the definition given by the Europeans and the Indian followers of the Europeans or the Marxists, Marxists was a German philosopher, Karl Marx, is that Jatiwad is a curse on India. How can it be a curse on India? Because Jatiwad exists everywhere. Everybody talks about as for their family, what they've learned from their mother, father. Children behave like their parents. Children behave like their uh, mother and father. Children behave like their grandfather. Very common. Because education is not given. Education from Bhagavad Gita is not given. They are not taught the difference between the Atma and the mind, man or buddhi. Atma, man, buddhi mein difference nahi bataya. They are not told the difference. Now, when you add that education to it, now becomes the occupational, it becomes varnavad, varnavad, 
Chaturvanshyam Mayasisham Gunakarma Vibhagasham. So according to the qualities, and so Varna is a very qualified way of dividing the society based on qualities and occupation. Jativad is purely the, the repeating of the family version, the community version, Jati version. And over the period of time, those communities become very big. Like there is a community called Kumar. And it's a huge community, huge community. Because over the years, they have developed over the years. They have grown in numbers. Similarly, Varna means just a category. Doesn't mean anything else. Varna doesn't mean caste, doesn't mean anything. Varna just means ABCD. Varnamala. They exist naturally throughout the world. Like for example, teaching is a common profession all over the world. Trading and cow protection is a common profession all over the world. Protection of others, weaker sections, Kshatriyavad is a common profession all over the world. So Varna is a professional qualification. It doesn't matter. It is achieved through training. You know, a lot of examples are there with the same mother and father who are doing a police work, Kshatriya work, can have children who are teachers. can have teachers who are businessmen, can have teachers who are employees, can have students who are, uh, can have children who are employed. So that is called Varnavad. Varnavad is a scientific explanation. It's a, it's a proper occupational. So like, the, for example, what happens is, teachers will have their own guild or a community or association through which they are guided. So that it becomes a community of teachers, Varnavad. Community of police, there are a lot of police officers, security, law enforcement, they are the teach community of police officers, Varnavad. Similarly, there are communities of business people in their specific category. So, Jativad just means the process of birth and, and on that basis classification doesn't mean anything. The world needs professionally qualified people. And so generally people join associations like these to expand their profession. So, many times, the, the core misunderstanding with Varnavad and Jativad comes in when you start confusing the two terms completely. Jativad and Varnavad can exist simultaneously at the same time. You don't have to, uh, you don't, you don't have to confuse in the two. There is not, nothing supersedes the other because Varnavad just means the professional talk. The professional version. And Jativa just means the family version or the community version. Yeah. And neither Jati is caste nor Varna is caste. Because caste is a Portuguese word. It is a human classification made to separate the nobles or the ruling class from the common people. In the Vedic traditions, the differences are not there. So the caste-based system exists only in Europe or the Abrahamic cultures. Because that's where the caste comes from. It has no connection with Jativad. I explained very, very clearly in the beginning. People who want to understand it, they can hear from the beginning this talk and try to understand. And the caste also doesn't mean Varnavad. No connection with Varna. Because caste is a imposed, human-imposed system of superiority of the noble class over the commoner's class. 
I hope I explained very clearly, and uh, anyone who is hearing this show, you can subscribe to our channel and also connect with me, and you can ask me more questions. I'll stop here. So, if anyone has any questions, you can ask me. Any questions or comments? Hare Krishna. Anyone has any questions, comments? If no one has any questions, comments, Stop here then. One circle, but the second part in the future, but then I'm proud of you, Vesna with you, no more. Another good investor in the key, Shadopad key, Rikishna.